everybody. Welcome to the second segment, episode 245 is sold with Updike Pugh. I'm Jeff Updike. I'm Wilson Pugh. And today we thought we would talk about aging in place, the long-term use. And this really is something that we're noticing more and more as people are trying to figure out, am I going to sell my house? Am I going to mm -hmm. buy new? Did I buy my forever home at 3.25% interest rate? Where am I? And so this was really interesting and we kind of were sparked to have this discussion because of the listing that we just brought on earlier at 6727 Sawmill Road because it is so multi-generational and it is so perfect for people who are aging in place <laughs> that we thought, hey, let's do a dive. And we found a really great article in Build Magazine. Uh, this article was um, called The Long Game and it was written by Lydia Lee. And she had some really interesting stats that kind of helped us put into perspective where the United States is actually heading. And so one of the things that they saw is that by 2034, that 65 and older, there will be more of those than children in the United States, and per the Census Bureau. Yeah, that's, so there's going to be more people over the age of 65 than there will be under the age of 65. Uh, yeah, and that, well, they say, yeah, children under, but it's an interesting element because, you know, that over 65 at that point, you're really waiting for a huge bulk of Gen X to hit that number as well. Yes, very much so. That's, and that's you know, com coming out of that, it shows that eight in 10 adults that are 50 years old or, or older prefer to stay in their home or their community. And when, it get, when you get into an older population of 65 plus, it jumps to nine out of 10. One of the other things that we thought were really interesting, according to a 2020 report from the US Census Bureau, Old, it was called Old Housing, New Needs, or the U.S. Ready for an Aging Population. Stairs and steps pose the greatest difficulty and negotiating a bathroom, which I knew about steps, mm -hmm. but I didn't think about the, like, the stair or mm -hmm. the um, thresholds mm -hmm. and also the bathroom. It's really interesting some of the things that we're going to talk about here that I was not aware of. Yeah. It, um, so what does aging in place mean? Um, it, some of the things that people are looking for are single floor living and definitely having bathroom bathroom accessibility on that first floor. Um, first floor bedroom, I, they, the day that they put in MLS the floor that the master bedroom was on was a game changer because you would have to call, if you had somebody that that was, that was important for, you'd call every one of those listing agents and say, hey, is that, is that master on the first floor? Is that master on the first floor? It's like the incredibly, I'm surprised it's not the number one. Well, the other thing too, well, I, I don't think these are done in priority, but, <laughs> that is, but the other thing too is having a full bathroom. And I think that it's so important to have that full bedroom and that full bathroom down mm -hmm. that are not primary. And I see a lot of developers trying to figure out like how do they expand a study into a bedroom. And the ones that figure that out by giving it the closet, they can giving it access and almost make it ensuite with the full bathroom. Mm -hmm. I think those are the winners. I think they're smart. And if you have that opportunity, in a remodel or if you're building and are able to get that added before the plans goes too far, I think that's a huge win. And you know, much of this just kind of relies back on whatever ADA requirements are and you know, you're certainly not held to that standard in your home, but it is a really good uh, uh, thing to think about in terms of like your minimum clearance in your hallways, uh, your flush thresholds just, you know, reduces the chance of people uh, just kicking, you know, 
kicking and falling from that. And so if you do these on your renovation and say that for some reason you don't get to stay there and enjoy it, that's fine. What you have done is you've opened it up to a huge pool of buyers mm -hmm. that are going to want this and that they are willing and financially able to make those purchases, whether if they get into a bidding war or whatnot, they can come forward with the cash or enough money to make up the difference on any shortages when it comes to that appraisal. And you know, the, the, uh, one of the other things that we didn't talk about or situations we didn't talk about earlier is there are, a, 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 there is a trend where children are moving back in with their parents again. And so they're, you know, sometimes taking that home that maybe they grew up in and their family is moving into it and the parents are still staying there and you know, they're accommodating them by doing a lot of these changes because I can tell you for myself, I don't, I don't get around the same way I did 10 years ago. And it, you know, having these changes make a, an incredible difference. Some of the changes that you're kind of referring to or alluding to are design elements that are really important that adds value. I had no idea, but if you think about it, you know, we shrink, we maybe we're in a walker or whatnot, but closets with variable rod heights, I think mm -hmm. that can be really, really easy to add, um, especially on a renovation. Uh, touch faucets are also a, a great design element. Um, we're seeing a lot more of the touchless faucets even in uh, uh, public restrooms. I think we'll begin to see even more of those in, in residential environments. Handles and knobs, we've always known about handles and knobs. That's been one of the things, but again, it is if you're going to take and look for a big reno, mm -hmm. go with the handles. Microwaves in lower cabinets, that is a newer thing. There are a couple of them that can actually be traditional where they swing forward and other ones actually actually have the arm that kind of comes out and allows you to set it in the plate and pick it up. So these are really easy, quick things you can do. Built-in shower seats. We One of the houses we saw on tour today was an amazing house, had a, a built-in shower seat in it and I thought, that's so smart to go ahead and plan to do that. Uh, curbless showers, like we were talking about earlier, it's uh, you know also trying to just avoid people from tripping. And then uh, blocking for grab bars is is an incredible, uh, incredibly important thing to think about because, you know, the grab bars that you can't just install grab bars in a shower. That's you right. know, you've got to have something to, to back them up with. So if you're taking it to the studs, think ahead, think where they might be, mm -hmm. and put that in from, put that behind the wall so that it's there, and then also take a picture so you know exactly where it is. Motorized shades are a great thing to get done. Again, this is things that we can do ahead of schedule. You know, ten years ahead, they're still going to be working. And last but not least, we like the idea of having ambient light. A lot of the lighting features have changed. We always think about putting them under the cabinets in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. But what about when they're under the cabinets in the master bathroom or in the secondary bathrooms? You know, when we sold Brian and Jack's, they had that in all three of the bathrooms. Mm -hmm. And they were also motion. Mm -hmm. So when you walked in, they clicked on. I thought, yeah. you know, that's... Bill and Daryl did that when they renovated their house. Adrian did it in his bathroom when, uh, mm -hmm. when he renovated his. And it... The, it makes such a difference because you're not walking into a completely dark room, but it's not like you're having this room go, blah. Exactly. And the other thing too is like, we're trying to prevent falls. I think that's the biggest thing because mm -hmm. as we read in this article, we didn't put it in here, but falls are the number one reason why people no longer can stay in their house. And this would actually really alleviate those. Last thing that we wanted to talk about was actual walkability is also key. And it's not just the walkability to a location, but it's actually being able to get out and socialize. And one of the things that they said, and it's 
sad, but 50% of the increase, there's a 50% increase in dementia for um, elderly people who do not have contact with others. Mm. And it makes sense. That, but that does not surprise me. We see it all the time. And so you're going to see actually larger planned communities where they're actually trying to keep everything within five minute walk to the actual center. So that mm -hmm. makes it easier for people to get together, aggregate, um, and hopefully be able to stay in place longer. So we hope you found this helpful. If there's any questions you have about it, certainly reach out to us. We'd be happy to answer those. And if there are any other topics that you'd like for us to talk about, please leave those comments and we'll be happy to do it. And just remember, we want to be your realtors for life. My voice. When you're ready to talk real estate, you can reach us online by phone or by text at 214-377-2223. And remember, we want to be your realtors for life.